loyal, brave, and true. It is my duty to protect my family. Ancestors, please protect her. What is your name, soldier? Hua Jun, Commander, son of Hua Zhou. We're going to make men out of every single one of you. Here we are, Nate Hammond, Tonic Pop, you know the deal. This time though, I've uh, brought Luke back, Luke Ormsby, my bro-in-law, for, I don't, well, we, I don't know what to call this, um, <laughs> this slice of heaven. We uh, film bros, film brothers, film brothers-in-law, uh, family feud, failures, is that a, I don't know. Um <laughs> That's a bit of an in-joke unless you were around a few years ago and saw us fail on, on Family Feud and got a complete, <laughs> a complete zero. I think I'm normally um, Luff is the last person we ever listen to. But <laughs> is that true, Luff? Yeah, it is. But I'm thinking out of all the answers, that's probably the most likely, especially if it's behind the fridge. But I know we've got it. But the light... Well, sorry, what did you say? No, point. point. Lock it PowerPoint. This is one of the slickest operations I've ever seen. Um, but you know what I did see? We don't I, talk about that. We don't talk about it. No, talk about, like, it's, it's, it's therapeutic to talk about it, I think. <laughs> I, I did hear uh, Grant Daniel, who was the host at the time, say on the radio the day or a few days later, I heard a radio interview, and they're like, who has the best chance of winning? And he says, it's not always the most intellectual or something like that. Right. And I was thinking, oh, I hope he was talking about us. <laughs> um, I think we're overthinking You'll everything. you be surprised. Yeah, peanuts is not an airline meal, all right? Peanuts <laughs> is not an airline meal. Chicken parmigiana is. I've but had it on the airline before. All. No. And, me, and yeah. meat pie is a... And meat pies <laughs> is not sandwiches, whatever. Anyway, today we are going to talk... We're going to vamp off one movie that is coming out soon that a lot of people are excited about and I'm excited about, uh, which we'll get to in a moment. But first, let's talk about a bit of news and updates on the movie scene and the movie going scene. Luke, what's happening? Uh, if you don't know, Luke, just to remind you, for those that didn't tune in last time, uh, make sure you do go back and listen to our podcast on Michael Caine movies and uh, Tenet. Luke is a manager of a Hoyt's movie theater, and he's going to give us a bit of an update on what's going on post-COVID, what we can look forward to. Thanks, Nate. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> um, the, well, yeah, so we open um, this coming Thursday, uh, the 2nd of July. Uh, we'll be playing movies again. Um it's not going to be quite the same as usual and as we'll be playing uh, some movies that have already come out there's nothing new really being released at the moment right until uh, america kind of come on america gets it together a bit and uh there I, I guess the i guess the big uh cinema companies are also worried about their movies doing well in a post-covid environment whether people are going to come out and support right. the movies uh with the limited numbers like when we open on the 2nd of July, we can only have 20 people in a theater. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Maximum. Yeah, right. Um, and and then on July 11th, that will, July 10th, that will change. And we can, then it's 
um, changes to the hundred people for social well, for public gatherings. Okay. So we still can't have a hundred people in our most of our well, our largest movie theater is um, one hundred and sixteen because it's got recliners, but. Now we can basically fill half of that then. Okay. Yeah, because of the checkered seating pattern. Right, right, right. People, which okay. we will still be doing. All right, but it's worth opening for 20? Is it more yeah. like testing the waters sort of thing? And Yeah, I think I think it's more just, you know, mm. getting open again. And uh, <clears throat> we kind of don't want to put it off anymore, yeah, any longer. Right. So we're kind of... Gathering dust testing. and rust. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, you know, things are getting... I mean, you know, we're still running, doing maintenance on everything while it's been shut down. Mm. but uh but it'll be nice to to open back up again i think you know people people still want to go out and and see a movie so we'll we'll be there on a limited capacity at the moment you must have a lot of uh movie food that is um near its use by date that you can sell for cheap yeah no <laughs> you can't say yeah i don't know well we've got we fifth. do have yeah plead the fifth <laughs> We have actually been running Uber Eats, um, and we have yeah, had some right, discounts right. on on Uber Eats oh, cool. um, to be able to get through some of the stock that we had l- left over. All right, um, choc tops. Yeah, choc tops. We actually sold out of choc tops while we were wow. doing Uber Eats, so that was That's good. pretty cool. Yeah, um, and we should be getting our new shipment this Wednesday, right. <laughs> just in time to open for Thursday. All right, guys, if you're not going back to watch a movie, go back to get some movie choc tops. Yeah. You know there. <laughs> They're part of the institution. Yeah. Um, cool. So, what is coming out though that we can? Go yeah, and we watch do have a really good a good mix of movies. Obviously, it's school holidays for us here, and the movies that we will have that we'll be playing. Um, there's a few kids movies. Obviously, some a bit of a mixture. So, there's some older ones and some some that were released earlier in the year. So, we have Doolittle, and there's one. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think it probably is a new one to the cinema. Red Shoes and the Seven Dwarfs, which I believe is a Snow White type interpretation, okay. uh, cartoon. It's like a, okay, animation, kind of a parody, kind of a yeah, I'm, I, Shrekish to be honest, sort of thing. Or you it don't know, looks kind of like that, yeah, but okay. I don't know a lot about it to be honest. Right. Um, uh, and we also have like Jumanji coming back, the the next level, the okay. second one. Joker is coming back. Oh really? Okay. Uh, we're playing Emma, Ford vs Ferrari, um, and we're playing Inside Out, which is okay. a little bit older. Yeah right. Um, but great movie and then sonic the hedgehog will be coming back bloodshot which opened just before we closed that'll be back on and visible man i believe opened just before we closed as well yeah, right. that'll be back and then we've got some though we've got 1917 as well that'll be good on the big screen so i missed it on the big screen so if you haven't seen it on the big yeah, screen yeah, yeah. go and see it while it's the, while it's on because it is incredible to watch on the big screen yeah, so I know a lot of people will be thinking, oh, they're just bringing back movies that have already been... But this is a chance. I, I guarantee, yeah. you know, many of us haven't seen a lot of those films on the big screen. and So I guess we've got to look at the bright side and this is an opportunity to go and see some of these films that are best viewed. Definitely. On the and big screen, yeah. Some of the... Um, some people will have noticed, you know, some of those movies were the, the Oscar favourites you right. know, for the last uh, Academy Awards. So, okay. Uh, like Joker and 1917. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a few of those movies and we're mixing in a few. Oh, wow. Probably more variety than we usually have yeah, because yeah. there's nothing new, well, not much new content right, okay. right this right this minute. Yeah. Right, right. So you haven't got one film blocking up all the theatres. That's you right. Can, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Spread out. Well, that's a good... So, yeah, again, that's the bright side of it. That's yeah. right, yeah. More variety. And yeah, it is a good chance to see, I mean, some of those movies like 1917, great on the big screen. Okay. Um, you've seen it, haven't you? No. 
Oh, you haven't seen it. I haven't at all? seen it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so when you said that yeah. one, that that one popped into my head. I bummed out that I missed it on the big screen. So. Yeah, it's definitely one. Like I wouldn't say only see it on the big screen, but it's it's definitely worth seeing on the big screen. Yeah, most war movies it. are right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just the scale and and the way the movie's shot is mm. amazing. Yeah. yeah, so I've heard. Okay, so what have we missed out on that was coming up, and what what was yes. it looking like? <laughs> uh, like, do we have any idea? Or is it really up to the Americans? Americans, it, it, come it on, America! Is. Yeah, it kind of is at Ooh. the moment. Uh, as we talked about last time, we were really looking forward to Tenet, which was supposed to be coming out 16th of July. Crying and, on the inside. Yeah, me too. Mm. <laughs> and I, I understand. And on that, the outside, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the um, what do you call it? The um, hesitation. The yeah, the hesitation. That's it. The trepidation yeah. to yeah. and the, you know the want to to uh, postpone it a mm. little bit. You know, it's a big movie, and they they want to get as many people. It's like yeah, it's okay. a, a huge budget yeah. for a movie that's an original story that doesn't have. I guess they're really banking on Christopher Nolan's name, yeah. Because I think the budget the budget was huge. Mm. I can't remember how much, but um, it's the kind of budget you have on something like you know Marvel movies that you've already got like was a huge that, wasn't it over two hundred million. I think it was mm. something like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's. I mean, there's not too many people that get that much of a budget for original content. No. So. Well, they know he's going to make a return, but yep. no matter what, no matter how good the movie is, how do you make a return when you can you can only put 20 people in a theater, That's right? That's yeah. <sighs> so, um, so they've postponed that. They had postponed it, I think it was the 31st of July, and now it's been postponed till uh, August 12th, I think, August 11th, something like that. Okay. Let me just... Hmm. It must be August 11th for us. I think it's 12th in the States because they release theirs on Thursday. Uh, Friday, we release ours on Thursday. Right. Um, Come on, America. So get yeah. it together. Yeah, I think they're up to like 127,000 dead over there and they're just... Yeah. That's not... just doesn't seem to slow down for them. Yeah. Come on, employ your proper social distancing measures and yeah. put on your damned masks, all right? <laughs> freedom! <laughs> We want the freedom to watch Tenet, damn it. <laughs> we want our movies. Yes, we want our movies. Must be some Bollywood movies coming over. There is some Bollywood right. movies. Yeah, we've okay. got a couple coming out. Um, I think we've got one called... Oh, maybe I won't try and pronounce that, actually. <laughs> we do have a couple of Bollywood right. movies coming out. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it, it may open up the waters for you know a few of those foreign films that yeah, are okay. kind of getting back in the market. Yeah, well, that'll, to, that'll be cool. That'll be good yeah. for them. What we did want to talk about, we were uh, with anticipation of Mulan coming out, was Mulan. <laughs> you know, I tried to set was that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mulan, obviously. So we wanted to talk a little bit about Mulan because we're excited about that. Obviously, it was a big hit for Disney um, yeah, back in the day, ninety-eight, ninety-eight, yeah. um, and it was uh, it was a big. Um, I don't know if everyone is enjoying sort of the new um, fem- feminism power play in movies where, you know, Ghostbusters have been adapted and Oceans has been adapted. But, but um, this was... I didn't have to, to me, change this one. Yeah, didn't it's have to change this one. Yeah. And this was actually, I think, at least for Disney, but even, you know, across the board, a real uh, good feminist punch, I think. I, I felt that and I felt like it really showcased a really strong feminist character and uh, it led the way for, you know, the opportunity for a lot of little girls, and I like mine included, um, who loves her superheroes but can never find a superhero card 
for her birthday you know that doesn't have yeah you know well done boy on it um (laughs) for reaching your you know eighth birthday uh and so this was this is like the first sort of well not the first but this was a real sort of power woman that hit the big screens and inspired a lot of other little a lot of little girls so i'm really excited about mulan and seeing the live action what have you got to tell us about it um yeah so it's based i mean obviously the story of mulan is based on an old um on chinese folklore called the ballad of mulan Mm. um, which i think dates back to like 17th century or something like that so it's a story told um apparently so we know yeah we know she was a real character but we only know her we don't only know it's kind of like the, the um William Wallace too. We only yeah. know, we only know him through poetry and yep. But yeah, the uh, the movie. Look, I mean, you've seen the trailer. Yes, the trailers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I got to be honest. I enjoyed Mulan when it came out, and when I heard that they were doing the live action for Mulan, I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Um, and then I saw the trailer, or one of the trailers, and uh, that's when I got excited about it. I think the the way they've decided to go with it looks. Um, really interesting to me and um, exciting it's a little bit different to the original they've changed the story kind of altered the characters a little bit um i think to fit a more relevant story right Um, there's no lee shang in this one is there Um, no no it was he was the um what was his title i can't remember his title Um, yeah yeah and and her love interest and the love interest yes so I, i think they've split that character up Donny Osmond played him, I think. Really? Yeah. The yeah. voice. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. They didn't want to bring back Donny Osmond. Yeah, it was another, it was another whitewashing yeah. thing. <laughs> Come on. Let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. Well, that's the other thing they've done pretty well with this with the movie is it's they woke. they tried to yeah, it's good. stay stick with authentic uh, well. Actors, it's, it's good to see. There's that. so many I mean, to choose from yeah, these yeah, days, you know. There's so many actors and actresses all around the world. Mm. So most, I think, well, all of the actors and actresses are Chinese and are of that descent, and so, and they've got a lot of great talent. And uh, that character, I believe, is is split up between. I think there's Donnie Yen plays her, the commander or whatever you call right. that character, the the leader of. Um, group of soldiers mm-hmm. and and then there's another character who seems to be her kind of love interest so okay. which is actually in um okay so that she's he's a soldier w- along with her instead of her ah, leader instead of her leader right okay oh that's good yeah and of course donnie yen being the the leader is yeah he's awesome so yeah donnie yen heck yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a few a few changes. I don't know if we've got Mushu this time, which I know in the original was pretty right. Was yeah, pretty, of course, of course, because um, it's taken itself more seriously. Yes, yeah. So he is was a lot. Of, he was a lot of comic relief. Yeah, for, is it a musical or don't know? I don't know. Ah, I don't okay. think so. Hmm. The the feeling I've got because what I they did say, I think Nikki Carey, the director, said that. Um, they weren't going to use any of the songs from the original. Okay. And I think I think probably a lot of people once they see the trailer, kind of. I think if you had like yeah, like you said, it's mm. it's going to be a bit more serious a serious tone. Um. So I don't know if them breaking out into song into those songs. Yeah. yeah would yeah. really fit in. No, with no the, that'd be awkward, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, um. But what they are doing is they're they're creating instrumentals of the original 
music. Oh, that's cool. Instead yeah, yeah, of yeah. using that it's through, like through tip the tip of the hat. Yeah, that's nice. So it still has that that music that you you know remember from the original, but it'll it'll be in a more appropriate kind of instrumental for the hmm. for the movie. That's the impression I've gotten. So. I know some of it was filmed in New Zealand. Is that right, or was a lot of it filmed in New Zealand? Um, yeah, no, a lot of it was filmed in New Zealand hmm. and China. What is it about the landscape in New Zealand? Because they did the same for um, Last Samurai. Yeah, and, um, yeah, and Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, they yeah quite similar in some well in some parts of New Zealand to Japan. Yeah, I just pulled up from the Clyder. They may be getting down to business to defeat the Northern Invaders, but they will not be breaking out into song. Oh, there you go. Disney's live-action Milan <laughs> will focus on telling the titular character's epic story with stunning fight scenes, unlike previous live-action remakes, such as Beauty and the Beast, etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but they won't be. Fans were not pleased. I think you'll be pleased once you see it. Come on, you, you, you'll realize how ridiculous it would have been to put yeah. music in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and I'm I think they'll still pay tribute to that. But I think what I got, because there's three, I think there's three trailers. And I felt like one of, one of the trailers, the trailer that I've actually first saw i think which got me excited was a trailer that i when i watched it i felt like this is like a kung fu movie Hmm. it's like like it looks amazing as like a kung fu movie a modern kung fu movie and martial arts movie and then one of the other trailers had um it felt like more of a disney movie Uh, the third trailer i saw had a mixture because it played some of the music so it looked like a kung fu movie with this like kind of Disney music through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I thought um I think after seeing the three trailers, I'm I'm still I'm still pretty excited to see it. Um I I'd like to see their take on it and and from what I can tell, um you know, they're taking it pretty seriously and they're paying their respect to, you know, martial arts movies and and that kind of thing and and fitting it and making it fit in line with the original tale as well as the Disney okay. story. Um, so yeah, it looks it looks really good. All right, well we're excited for Mulan, and when we're thinking about Mulan coming out and what we wanted to do for our top five today, sorry, Jet Li's in it as well. If you yes, I heard. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I'm excited about that. Donnie Yen, Jet Li. Yeah, um, I had it written down actually because there's Donnie Yen, Jet Li, Jason Scott Lee, isn't it? Right. And yeah. Time, uh, he's one of those guys you'd totally know his face yep. might not know his name but you'd know his face he plays her father so all the all the big you know um well-known martial art yeah. actors and then michelle yeah i didn't see her name actually i don't even know if i pronounce her name right but that's how i say it but uh-huh. yeah me too <laughs> um and then lou lou yifei is she plays mulan and she's been in a few things as well yeah, i didn't yeah. realize but yeah Okay, so we thought, what do we, you know, we're going to want to vamp off Mulan. Mm. So we're considering, oh, maybe Disney movies. Um, but, I mean, that's, that catalogue is tremendous. <laughs> and we thought it'd be really hard to sort of, and we didn't really want to go back and watch a lot of animated Disney movies anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and so we thought, oh, what, what do we really want to kind of watch over the next few weeks and revisit? And we thought, oh, Kung Fu movies. Um, and to be particular... Or to be specific, Chinese martial arts movies. So we've gone there. So we're going to do our top five Chinese Chinese martial arts movies, and just and you know like the the funny thing is they're like thinking like oh no the Disney catalog yeah. is too big. <laughs> like I like yeah the kung fu movies that that'll be easy. Like I know my kung fu movies really well. Oh my gosh, so, uh, I struggled and I'm going to pee some people off and there's so just, many good movies. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking oh heck I've I've watched more than I realized. 
yeah. and um and i love more than i realize so yeah like <laughs> because some there are classics that just although they age they're still really watchable and rewatchable. like yeah. no, even with all the the faults that some of them you mm. know if you look at it with a critical eye they're still really watchable and mm. fun and you know even the, even the hardest hitting ones are really fun to watch yeah so how did you decide to how did you yeah determine, uh, <laughs> determine your top so five? difficult but i had I, I feel like within kung fu there's kind of a few you know like you've got <clears throat> like you've got bruce lee and you've got mm. um jet lee and donnie yen and uh, gordon Liu and all them so i i tried to kind of get a good mix of movies and right. not you know not just put all the same kind of movies in so i don't know how i did but <laughs> but um yeah i think it was so hard to to put it down to five so there's some some movies that i've left off the list because okay. i feel like the movie that i've put in there they can kind of be included with it right okay I don't know. I'll have to yeah, explain I, it yeah I, I get it no no i, I had um, similar feelings so yeah oh, that's that's all right we'll do an honorable mentions list yeah i've got a big honorable <laughs> yeah <how> t- <laughs> someone's gonna yeah anyway oh, uh, they, they, there'll be there'll be a, probably a few <laughs> grinding teeth as we oh yeah this is just this our is top ours. five yeah it's not even i can't even say that these are the best no. this is the ones that i probably have left the greatest impression yes. upon me yep. you know a long last and i can rewatch it and, and enjoyed it the most yeah. and enjoyed the most except for the my number five which i'll get to in a moment it's not one <laughs> it's one that i really really thoroughly enjoyed but i've never i've watched only watched it once and i don't oh, know yeah. if i'll ever watch it again yeah but i'll get to that in a moment but um interesting yeah we'll start with i'm really interested to do <laughs> <laughs> well okay, i cheated we'll with, with my number yeah. five i cheated a little bit oh yeah yeah <laughs> so i've got fist of legend right with jet lee yeah but i've put slash fist of fury really (laughs) (laughs) obviously fist of fury uh, bruce lee and then fist of legend jet lee um i'm i'm leaning towards fist of legend as my i'm i'm gonna put that slightly above fist of fury yep um i think it's just polished a bit better the the choreography is incredible Mm. and jet lee's amazing take your chinese shoes and get out of here I am Chen Zen. Where is Akutagawa? Hey, you. Noguchi owns this place. Go! I'm not going anywhere till Akutagawa comes. What? Oh, come on! Yeah, just watching that movie, it's it's got a great storyline you know of, of overcoming your oppressors and mm. stuff like that and the fight scenes like the fight scene when he's taking taking on multiple you know karate yeah japanese yeah, karate yeah. people yeah <laughs> it's just incredible and yeah the choreography is amazing i love fist of legend and uh i i put it over fist of fury as well yeah. um i think i think if bruce lee had um you know was born into a different generation or into jet lee's generation then yeah and had made you know he could have made yeah. that movie as yeah, well yeah um it's just that you know he made his movie in a time when you know what well, even though um it was i mean these uh how do you pronounce it woozia movies and kung fu yeah, movies. i've been around since she movies i can never again forgive me i don't speak yep um <laughs> 
uh, Cantonese or Mandarin or any Chinese language. But, um, you know, since the early 20th century, you know, since the, the age of film, um, but it was still Bruce Lee, you know, brought things into the Hollywood eye, I guess. Yeah. But and so it wasn't. He did a lot for that. He did a lot for it. And yeah. so the, the hat has to be tipped and, you know, and, and, a, and a bow to everything he did, even if the movies don't stand up to any remakes or, yeah. you know, can't compare, you know, just because we've learned a lot since then. It's, it's oh, like trying to totally. compare, yeah, it's like trying yeah. to compare sprinters, you know, a hundred meter sprinter yeah. from the 1950s to the, to the 2000s to the, or whatever, yeah. right? So, you know, like he, I mean, obviously he died, you know, before his time. Mm. And I think he was working on that and trying to improve. Right. Like yeah, Fist yeah. of Fury was before he kind of had more control over his mm. movies. And I think, you know, he was working to improve the way Kung Fu came across in the movies and stuff. But yeah, yeah. obviously he, you know, he died not, not too much later. So, mm. um, cause Fist of, Fist of Fury was 1972 and if Fist of Legend was 1994, so 22 years later. Yeah, 22 years. There's a lot to learn from yeah. it, you know. And Jet Li had a lot to prove. Um, oh, yeah. Where, when he did that one too, so which I may or may not talk about soon. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but, but let me get to my, let me see, let me get to my number five. Any more on that or? We, we might talk more about that in yeah, a moment, yeah. actually. So, um, but let's talk about my number five. So I'm going to, here we go. Um, I'm, I'm going to say it's not, it's not actually in my top. So this is one that I did bring in as one of the best um, Chinese martial arts movies, I believe. And although it's not my one of my top five favorites, if that makes sense. Oh. But if I analyze it, if I'm critical about it, yeah. I say like, well, it's it's got these elements that just blow my mind. And yeah. so I absolutely love it for that reason. It's in my top 10, definitely. Mm. Easy. But I'd struggle to put in my top five. I'm not saying it's not my top five favorites, but it's... You know, I could have easily swapped it out, but I needed to have this in there because I think it just set a scene and it is uh, Hero. And Hero is just, um, you know, starring Jet Li as Nameless, incomparable. And it, it's just, it was a big, magnificent movie. It was, it's just, it was like watching a big sort of kick-ass ballet and the colors um like you can't describe it i can't describe it through the microphone just mm. the coloring of it all um it was just a gorgeous gorgeous movie you know and i love great majestic cinematography and this had that yeah in spades it uh, it was just breathtaking and i know um so i know crouching tiger did similar things for you know the kung fu yeah. genre or the martial arts genre it did similar things but I preferred Hero to Crouching Tiger. And, and I don't know if that's because I was more of an old school kung fu um, mm. film lover and Crouching Tiger came along. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool, but that's not that's not kung fu as I know. That's not the films as I know yeah. it. And I don't know, maybe I was just averse Stuck to in it. your ways. Yeah, stuck in my <laughs> ways. And then Hero came along and I'd settled down a little bit. Yeah, because Hero was a couple of years after. Yeah, right? yeah, a couple of years after. 2002. So, um, 2004, Hero was. Oh, four. Yeah, so... Um, but that that's pretty much it. Um, I love. I just Hero. found it really powerful. Yeah, oh, I love Hero. It's yeah. definitely in my top ten. Yeah, just like you say, like cinematically, the cinematography is mm. unbelievable. But the set design, the 
and just it's such an epic movie yes um, yeah, yeah. it's like the scale is is incredible mm. even though there's not that many people in oh well sorry there isn't some of the scenes but um yeah but, you, I but know, most you, of the scenes it's you're not, not a lot of characters like, not a lot of dialogue yeah. it's just it's all but about it's, what it's you, breathtaking the visual. yeah yeah it's a breathtaking movie to watch and um yeah love it yeah and, and that's why i think i said well no i probably will i've watched it once but it has stuck with me. It's one mm. of those ones that stuck. And there's I've some movies. I've watched it a few that, times. Have you watched it a few yeah, times? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, there's some movies I can't, like I probably could, but it's it's not, it's not that. Oh, I don't want to watch it again. Mm. But I feel like I had a fill, a really big full meal of it. And I, you know, there are other movies like that. Revenant is another movie that does that for me. You know, like yeah. I go like, I love that. Oh my gosh, this yeah, the yeah. scoping cinematography was just one of the best I've ever seen. But I won't watch it again. Uh, yeah, and maybe yeah. just because to me it's just really filling and yeah. I can't yeah, fit any more in I don't, I don't know if that's what it is it's yeah. something psychological I'm not sure but yeah. when you say that I haven't seen Revenant I've seen it once right. um, and loved it as well but I haven't seen it again but you went, yeah 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 <laughs> so, some of you just do that too yeah, yeah but um, but um, yeah for me Hero um, I, it's been a long time since I've seen it actually mm. but um, I did see it multiple times because I saw it when it I guess when it came out and then it got re-released to the cinema Right. And Quentin Tarantino brought it to kind of Western society. Yeah, yeah. And um and uh and it got released at the movies and I watched it again then I think yeah, a couple okay. of times at the cinema. Yeah, right. You know, I I think I've made a commitment I will go and watch it again. I might watch it with my family or something. That's probably mm. the best way is to yeah. when you rewatch something to rewatch with it with other else. people. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna, I think my kids are old enough to, to share it. To watch it. And, yeah. I was thinking too when um when I was thinking about the list and watching stuff. I was thinking, what, what kung fu movies can I watch with the kids? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but most of them, there's like, some pretty. Yeah, yeah they're a all lot of them like, are pretty them safe. Are PG, though, yeah. you know. <laughs> Especially yeah. the older ones. Especially the older ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no sex or swearing or anything yeah. like that. And bit of tomato sauce on their lip. Bit of tomato they... <laughs> sauce. Yeah, yes. It's, it's hilarious. Some of the colorization. The bright red colors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what have you got for number four? <clears throat> okay, my number four is Enter the Dragon. How did it feel to you? Let me think. Don't think. Feel. It is like a finger pointing away to the moon. Don't concentrate on the finger or you will miss all that heavenly glory. Do you understand? Never take your eyes off your opponent. Even when you bow. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So okay. that's his best. I my reckon. yeah, that's what I was yeah, about definitely. to say. My favorite of Bruce Lee's films. Um, I I think it's his best. I think probably a lot of people think it's his yeah, best. Yeah, yeah. I think you know, as opposed to Fist of Fury, I think he was showcased the best mm. in Into the Dragon. With you know, the fight scenes were done really well uh, for a movie of that age. It's 1973, so. Mm. Um, it doesn't feel like that like when you compare it to some of the other kung fu movies it doesn't feel like it's that old when you're watching it in comparison to some of the other movies coming yeah. out at the same time I guess it had a bigger budget obviously than, than some of the uh, other kung fu movies it's got that kind of James Bond meets you know martial arts kind of feel to it with the, the big villain yeah, right. stroking his yeah, cat yeah. and <laughs> the claw 
It also produced um, some of the best, Im- the iconic images that we see of Bruce Lee with, yeah. the, with the cuts and the, the scratches. Scra- and the, yes, yeah, yeah, the yeah. claw mark across on his, his face and, and across stuff. his abs. Yeah. yeah. It's an iconic role, mm. for sure. And um, mm. that was the one, he, di- he died just after. Right. He died before like a month. Before it was released. Yeah. Was it? He, yeah. Died, he died a month before it was released, I think, or mm. something like that. Yeah. Before it came out of the cinema. Right, yeah, yeah. Game of Death was the one that they That's right, yeah, pieced yeah, together right. with the stuff he'd with already stuff filmed. Already, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which I haven't ever actually seen Game of Death. Oh, right, really? Yeah. Okay. I've seen bits of it. Right. The yellow jumpsuit, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. famous, but um, I've never actually seen the whole movie. Hmm. No, I mean, most of his films were successful because um, they were fresh and new, even if yeah. they were pretty average. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I thought The Big Boss was a bit average or whatever, but, but they were still successful watching and again when you're watching someone that iconic yeah you know it just resonates off the screen and you become like as a kid when you're watching it you you become that that person that character and you go out mm. and you just you act like it yeah yeah like, yeah <laughs> you want to be <laughs> you want yeah you, you want to be that guy and so yeah. you go out and suddenly you're bruce lee on the streets and uh, oh. it's yeah. <laughs> so my number four is fist of fury <laughs> Um, so, um, no. Oh, I was going to say Fist of Fury, Fist Sorry. of Legend. Back, 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 back. <laughs> reverse, reverse. Fist of Legend, I meant to say. 1994, Fist of Legend. Jet Lee would have been about 30, um, I guess, at the time. And this was, um, this really cemented, as I said before, this was one where he really had to prove himself. Mm. Um, from what I, what I read, I could see a lot of people weren't that impressed with him up until that point, And they were almost calling him a bit of a poser. Some of the critics and stuff, the reviews were saying, right. you know, is he just a, you know, a poser actor, pretend, a pretend martial, martial artist. artist. Yeah. Um, and so he, this was a ballsy move. He took, you know, a, a, um, a Bruce Lee classic, mm. A, a classic that had been led by an icon who was yeah. Bruce Lee and remade it. That's ballsy, man. Ex- especially when you're not a big name yourself yet. Yeah. Yeah. And he did it and he, it was spot on, um, man. He, he knocked it. Yeah. He knocked it out of the park. He wasn't just a poser actor. He was a real martial art artist and he proved it in this, in this film. It's the, I think the film suffered from some of the same old, stuff that kung fu films suffer from um you know like mismatched sound effects and those sorts of things um but um delayed sound effects and, <laughs> delayed yeah, yeah or overly loud or whatever but um but it wouldn't be a kung fu movie it wouldn't no. be a kung fu movie if it wasn't. that's what i mean like even even when they're dated and you're like that could have been done but you don't actually want it to be no. done better you don't when you're watching them like um no and i'll save this talk for my honorable mentions but i just thought of a movie that there's a perfect example of it but um but the hand-to-hand combat was so good, was as good or better than anything that had been seen to that point. Uh, it yeah. showed him, oh, it just showcases speed and accuracy and, yeah. and fluidity. Oh, man, you know, when, when Bruce Lee um, talks about, you know, water, you know, being like water, I think Jet Li was listening and he mm. just flowed, man. He just he was just perfect for that part. It's, the choreography was raw, bone-crunchingly real. and mm. Yeah, I loved it. So yeah, yeah so Fist of Legend yep. was my uh, number four. <laughs> yeah, that could have been anywhere in the list, I'm going to be honest. It was almost my number one. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I just... I actually... That's yeah. one I have rewatched a billion times, so... I've moved mine around so much. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I'd, say, I'd say that's probably... I'd say it's definitely one of my top three that I've watched the most 
time. So I'd have to sit back and analyze how many I've watched of each. But I've watched yeah. that probably. That's one of the I've most. I've seen that a few yeah. times. Yeah. yeah, right. Cool. What's your number three? Tres. My number three is Ip Man. All right. 2008. I've, I've got the first one down there. Um, I like all the Ip Mans, but I, I think the first one was, was really good. Yeah. Um, and that obviously, you know... Um, Obviously, it's not a hundred percent in line with the, the the story of his life. Life, yeah. but it's so. For those that don't know, if you listen to this and you're not sure, it man is the who's a legendary fighter and trainer of um, well, many people, but uh, yeah, oh, and, and, and but um, I guess he's most notable for his association yeah. as uh, the trainer Bruce of Lee. Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, but this shows when uh, he was younger and uh, the first one is um that's when you know they're under occupation from the mm. japanese and and he just i mean there's so many good fight scenes in it where oh, you know people are challenging him like different china like other other people in, from neighboring regions yeah, and all yeah. that kind of stuff and then donnie yen by the way we didn't we didn't say that i don't think yeah donnie yen, donnie yen. Yeah. so if you're looking forward to milan you know know that donnie yen is plays a, yeah. a part in, yeah. and yeah he's uh and he's incredible in, in Ip Man. And um and then, you know, when it gets towards the end when he fights the Japanese and and that that scene where he you know, he takes on a couple of the uh, karate guys and then yeah, yeah. and then more and then, and then more and, more. and then the guy's like ten the <laughs> speed, man. The speed the of speed is punches. incredible. Oh man. Like yeah. machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> Fire up. And uh, I yeah, he's his style is, is is Wing Chun and um, that's what he taught uh, what Ip Man taught Bruce Lee mm. I think Donnie Yen's what did you call it just his mastery of Wing Chun is just incredible in yeah. the movie and and he portrays the character really well but the fight scenes are just incredible mm. especially when he's taking on 10 you know Japanese karate guys <laughs> wow Ip Man um Again, in that one, the fight choreography is is incredible. Yeah, um, and I thought I felt it solid. Like it wasn't as over the top as many other um, no. films are. I mean, the the Japanese um, bad guys were made were maybe a little bit cartoonishly villainous, but that, yeah, that was about the extent of it. And yeah. they kind of had to be a bit over the top to sort of match his his power. Like he needed someone. Yeah. He needed that. He needed that to. Otherwise, it would have looked too easy, I guess, because he was so damn good. Yeah, I mean, there was there was some gory fight scenes, um, but he just displayed like he's we're talking about his fighting skills, Donnie Yen. But he's an incredible actor. Oh yeah, um, yeah. just the, the 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 emotion that he shows, just even without talking. Like, yeah, it's just incredible. <laughs> um, the visceral the emotion, kinda, the subtle yeah. emotion. Yeah, he's he's a really good actor. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him in Milan. And mm. yeah, I, I love that guy. So that was um, that was going to be my number three. So seeing as you already did it as a number three, I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna drop it out. So because I was struggling again, I said I was struggling to. to start. So this has given me a bit of relief. So we're gonna have something different. Oh, I mean, we already doubled up on Fist of Legend. I don't want to double up on it man as well. <laughs> I mean, I could say it Man Two because I, I I found it hard to split those two. Um, yeah, I love it Man two. Three, but I don't know. Um, but I don't think it compares. Like it, it's one of those it's a trifecta of movies actually there's a fourth one out now um, fourth one's good too I haven't, seen it, <laughs> I haven't but i mean i have seen um master z which is a sort of like a tangent movie yeah. to it which is pretty cool too so that's worth checking out if you haven't um i love that uh but it meant too was really 
I think it was just as comparable to Man strong, One. Strong, very yeah, strong yeah. sequel. So that's that's a it's a very strong you know sequel of movies of films. It doesn't mm. often happen, you know. Yeah. Not even Star Wars could replicate that. So there we go. So um, <laughs> well done, well done, Ip Man. Yeah. So instead, I'm gonna pull out. Oh, let's see. So because uh man Choose okay wisely. i know i know right <laughs> okay so i wasn't sure where to put this one okay so i'm gonna bring it in now yes here we go all right are you ready for this, this is my number three all right shaolin soccer <laughs> yes okay so shaolin stocker stocker shaka shocker stocker stephen chow um uh, stars as sing he is he co-writes it he co-directed he and he headlines it you know he's the main actor for this he's the main protagonist and this is a real like we all love our sort of um even even bad underdog sports movies are still lovely to watch like you get a little bit of a heart warm you know and, and this was one of those ones so it was totally slapstick totally ridiculous totally over the top yet it would still you know produced emotions like nice warm fuzzies yeah right? it wasn't so slapstick that that it made it a it joke of it, itself yeah. yeah it didn't get lost in the jokes it was again everything was over the top and and ridiculous but it was still there was still heart, it's it still had a lot of heart yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah and that says a lot about Stephen Chow who um I just found out he was he actually got his first break as a TV presenter on a kids show back in 83 so oh, really? um yeah but he was renowned as the leg of steel uh in in um, Shaolin Soccer and if you haven't seen it um I won't give too much away but he basically forms a team of uh of fighters with his his brothers who are all fellow fellow martial artists that all train together to form a team that all had different skills, um, you know, that could <laughs> that could win a soccer tournament. None of them had played soccer before, uh, and so they're kind of like a Mighty Ducks sort of sort of scenario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with a leg of steel that could, you know, no matter where you put him in the field, he could kick a goal and, you know, burn a hole through the net. And, yeah, so everyone had their different skills. They got together, and it was just a really cool ensemble. And, uh, yeah, ridiculously entertaining. Uh, I've, I've never seen it. What? Oh no! Have you seen Kung Fu Hustle? Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Phew. Oh man! Got to kick you out of I had house. to. I had to admit it. I'd never seen it. I like. I saw Kung Fu Hustle, and um, I liked Kung Fu Hustle, but um, yeah, for some reason, I just I never got around to seeing. Well, Shaolin yeah, okay. Soccer. So I mean, this came first, and then, um, and, and I guess he. Re- you know what? I didn't. It didn't feel like it was a, a reprisal of the role, but I'm pretty sure he played the same character oh, the same, same character, character name well i'm pretty sure he was singing kung fu hustle too um ah. i hope i'm not getting that wrong but we'll have a quick check of that but you know the comedy it was like pure it's just pure it's Stephen chow is incredible pure comedy yeah. he knows how to hit the mark perfectly uh it's like watching a live action looney tunes <laughs> um you know it, it really is like looney tunes i find is one of those cartoons that can have a bit of heart in it too and then yeah but even as even though it's ridiculous and over the top Sing. He's yeah, played, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it was a reprisal of the same character, but it was definitely the same character yeah, name. Interesting. Um, there, I mean, there was a mention of soccer. I remember in one of the quotes in Kung Fu Hustle. But I mean, I could have put Kung Fu Hustle instead of Shaolin Soccer. I think they're equal to me yeah. in regards to how well they're done. But I just Shaolin Soccer I saw first, and I fell in love with it. I was like, yeah, what there was is an introduction this? to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the hell is this? This guy is <laughs> awesome. So if you haven't seen Shaolin Soccer, like Luke. Uh, I Sorry. recommend that one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to over. You know, inevitably, if you overblow it, then you go out and watch it and you get deflated. But so you know, just know that it actually sucks. Go and watch it. <laughs> yeah, Shaolin Soccer by Stephen Chow. 
that's my number three. Whew, it was going to be it, man. And I'm glad I got to bring that one in instead. So Shaolin Soccer. <laughs> nice. What's your number two? I will definitely have to go and watch it now. Yes. Um, my number- and I've watched it. Uh, sorry, you were talking about ones with, to watch with the kids. We watched that one with the kids. I was going to say that would be a good There one might have been a kids. couple of moments. I know Kung Fu Hustle had a couple of moments. So I watched that with the kids. Yeah. Maybe a couple of swear words or whatever. But, um, you know, Shaolin Soccer is PG. Yeah, Shaolin Soccer mm-hmm. is, is quite safe with the kids, I remember. Yeah, and it's got good morals too. Yeah. You know, there's a girl on it that's a bit disfigured and he's still like, you know, treats her like a queen and he looks, you know, and it's just, it's got good morals. So it's a good one for the kids. So what's your number two? My number two is, I might get in trouble for putting this before, as number two instead of number one compared to my number one. (laughs) But uh, my number two is the 36th Chamber of Shaolin. Okay. Okay, cool. Is that your <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. That's my number two as well. Okay, so let's just talk about it. It's both of our number twos. All right. I love this movie so much. It, it's yeah. I mean, what do you love about it? What do you What do you say? It's one of the. I, for me, it's one of the most iconic kind of just kung fu movies. Yeah, yeah. You, could, you know the Shaw Brothers. The Shaw Brothers. Yeah. It's it's the epitome of kung fu movies but mm. done almost perfectly and um yeah i gordon Liu is incredible you know just the, the story of you know their of their village and then he goes away and you know, he gets he gets hurt and then he goes away and then mm. to the you know finds himself at the shaolin temple and, and then he goes through the the 35 chambers um you know, it takes them five, five seven years. years or so, five years yeah. to get to the 36 and a couple more years before he goes back or something. something I like think that. it's like seven years while he's away. And yeah. he had like a good year where he was just wiping floors and stuff like that. Remember Wandering around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And because the, uh, yeah, it almost has a bit of a, um, what do you call it? I mean, maybe this was the inspiration for Karate Kid, but it's got a bit of a Karate Kid feel where he's, you know, right. he's doing the things like washing the floors mm. and doing these things, yeah, using yeah. these weird kind of techniques. techniques and not realizing that he's actually learning. So, yeah, you're right. You know, it was more principles. about the discipline than yeah. the actual fighting. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, and then, you know, when he gets further on into the into the training, it's mm. more um, martial arts. Because he tries to skip ahead, I think. And yeah. Yeah. And then he yeah. realizes that he needs to humble himself. It's a great character arc. It is. Think, yeah. Yeah. He's a completely different person from mm. the beginning yeah, um, yeah. to what he is at the end. Huh. And, um, and I think the, the Shaolin, um, <clears throat> not sure what you call him, but their, their leader, the, the Shaolin monk, that's their leader yeah. kind of says he, he's the, gone through the chambers the quickest out of anyone or something like yeah, that, yeah. which was five years that he went through the yes. chambers. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then he, anyway, eventually he goes off back to his, town which is being kind but, of oppressed yeah so pausing on that that was actually when we're talking about character arc that is another example because he gets to because because yeah he was not humble at all mm. and he tried to you know do everything as quick as he could he tried to skip things and blah yeah, blah, blah yeah. and said he was just wanted to go straight to the 36th chamber <laughs> or, um you know to the top chamber he keeps trying to cheat how many times have you read the sutras uh, I, I came i came out master Teach me Kung Fu. Hey, teacher, what is this? This isn't Kung Fu. 
That's the highest form you'll ever see, the final form. You don't understand. Brother, I'm willing to start one down then. Yeah, he keeps trying to cheat it, and then, yeah. And, At the and beginning. Cheats it, and slowly you see this character arc, and he starts to take it more seriously, and he starts to realize he needs to just train. Um, it's about training harder and mm. while being more patient. And then we're talking, he gets to that top chamber, and then he gets uh, invited to take over a chamber himself uh, from memory. And then he's like, okay, he's thinking about it, but he's, he's uncertain. And then I can't remember, one of the monks that has always been a bit... Uh, suspicious of him and is not kind of um, I guess you'd say if there was an antagonist within the the um, temple the, the temple it would be this guy and I can't can't remember his name uh, but he challenges him, challenges him to a fight so he's one of the the um, the, the leaders and um, he challenges him to a fight and then he loses Gordon Liu loses the fight and then he goes back. I think he loses a couple of times, but he keeps reinventing himself and reinventing yeah. his style. And then he comes up with that cool sort of try. Yes. Thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? The, like yeah, the, the tri- try. Three... Oh, yeah, what's yeah, it well, called? Like to... a, is it a try chuck? <laughs> I don't know. Try none. It's got a name. I can't remember what it's called, damn it. It'll come to me. And then I'll either edit out our ignorance. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, <laughs> But edit, um, edit that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you find it. So, so basically, but it's a really cool character because you think, okay, they've reached the apex, but then no, he actually gets brought back down and he has to humble himself again. So he thinks he's at the top and then he has to humble himself again. And then he thinks he's at the top and he has to humble himself again. He has to keep going back um, to the drawing board. And then, uh, actually, it'll give a spoiler away if we go any further than that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was just, that's what I really admired about it. It, it didn't, it took its time. Yeah. It wasn't like the the cliche montage, like Karate Kid. You know, it's a pretty cool movie, and it's sentimental. But come on, like a couple of months to become a karate champion, like just because you're painting houses. But this one actually took its time. Yeah, I think like, um, I mean, I can't remember exactly, but like half the movie is him becoming this. You know, yeah, yeah, or yeah doing yeah. the training. training. Yeah, uh, the first is obviously kind of setting the scene at the beginning, and yeah, then yeah. finds himself in the Shaolin Temple, and then it's all training. And then the end is quite short in comparison to that mm. journey through the, you know, through the um, chambers. So yeah, yeah. Do you find the name of that? Um, I just got triple weapon? staff or triple three staff. section staff. Yeah. Okay. Oh well. That's I mean, there's much what saying. there's um Chinese names, but yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what do they say? Pinyin, San Jiegun. It's just challenging you. Don't there's worry. three. Yeah. Oh, so that's um that's about what number were we up to? Uh, that, that was number two. Okay. So we both had the same number two. That's cool. That's all right. The yeah. Six Chamber. It's it's a real sentimental favorite for me. Um, I'm sure it's not <clears throat> the best. No, maybe it is. I don't know. Okay, but to me, it's just one of those ones that has a real sentimental stronghold. Um, you know, where it was one of those ones that really impressed me and impre- left a long lasting impression. I think somehow it's it, it's one of those movies that a lot of I don't know. It seems to have gotten to you know western society yeah, like yeah, yeah. um as as one of those movies that is like kind of the representation iconic. of yeah iconic kung fu movies yeah there's yeah. a lot of people like if you if you know kung fu movies everyone that watches kung fu movies knows the 36 put that, yeah yeah they put that in their top yeah top 10 at least so yeah. it's a big i think it's a big influence for for a lot of people for yeah kung fu so a super cool movie too so yeah. gordon Liu is just super cool gordon is amazing yeah yeah cool so um honorable mentions then 
honorable mentions. All right. <laughs> well, I had Hero was one of my honorable mentions, okay. which, uh, um, yeah, <laughs> we've already talked about that, but awesome movie. Um, Iron Monkey, I had. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, another Donnie Yen, amazing mm. movie. Um, I had Five Fingers of Death, or it's also called King Boxer, I think, in the States. Um, and that, I think it's another Shaw Brothers movie. It's it's a really good one as well. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen that one and you like 36 Chambers, Five Fingers of Death is a good one. Um, and then I also had Fearless. I, I saw it a very long time, long time ago, ago, so yeah. I can't even... It's Talk got the. It. Like it's just not. He does the because he's got the. Um, I can't remember what it's called now. Steel palm or something like that. The, yeah, the technique okay. that he's yep. he tries to learn, and then he does the he does the thing and it makes that noise like. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh! When he's like bringing yeah, out yeah. the five fingers of death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can cut that bit out and put the actual sound. <laughs> Was that is that was that the originator of that sound? Is that where it first? I don't know, but the, yeah, that's that sound is used. Yeah, a lot, a lot. in kung fu movies. Yeah, yeah. Huh. but um, it might be because I think it's an early seventies mm. kung fu movie. So yeah, that's that's a little bit of trivia. Someone let us know. I might go and figure that out. Where did <laughs> yeah. that? You know the sound we're talking about. But if you know your kung fu movies, you know exactly the sound we're talking about. Yeah. Where, did that, where did that come from? <laughs> Who did it first? Yeah, that's a good question. And, and the yeah. camera goes in and, yeah. in and out as well. Like, yeah, and his like hands are getting like red hot from the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. From the power to show that the power is being embraced. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I had Fearless House of yeah, Flying Fearless Daggers. Yeah, Tai Chi Master, another yeah, good, Tai great Chi Master. Jet Li movie. Yeah. And Once Upon a Time in China as well. Another right. Okay, cool. great Jet Li. Yeah, movie. yeah. But I yeah, could, no, I could I've, go I've, on. Those I could go on too. All of those I'd put there. I'd put um, Rumble in the Bronx. Uh, oh, I think yeah. it's Jackie Chan. I didn't even see any Jackie Chan. Into... Oh, dare you. <laughs> That's his first foray into, um, I guess, into Hollywood. Was it his first? I think it was Rumble in the Bronx. It was his sort of Hollywood breakthrough. Yeah. Um, uh, that kind of opened everything up from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was. I remember that was the first. I think that was the first Jackie Chan movie I ever saw. Right. Before any of his other kung okay. fu movies. Yeah. Um, I got Five Deadly Venoms as, as an honourable mention. Yep. Um, another Shaw Brothers classic. Uh, I just I, I love the story on that one, and the chore- choreography was really cool because you had sort of five country fighters all with a different animal style. And is that one Gordon Liu as well? Um, or not that uh, one. Uh, no, that's no. Um, I think don't think so unless he's wearing a wig. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> who is he's usually got starring? his. Uh... No no no. Chiang uh, Xiong. Sun Chen, Philip Kwok, Lo Meng, Wei Pei, Lu Feng, some some notable names there. Um, right. No, not not Gordon Liu. Mm. Um, but yeah, you got like the centipede, the snake, and they all sort of come out and fight each other, and it's it's a cool little sort of murder mystery. Even though you you kind of know who is who early on, um, so that could have been done better. But uh, yeah, I lo- I love it. It's one of my one of the classics. Um, and uh, yeah, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. So. And and all the um and this kind of gives away what's not on my number one, but all the all the Bruce Lee movies, um, you know, definitely all his best, definitely Enter the Dragon, uh, is, is up there. Mm. Um, so I've I've got him there. Like again, he's iconic to me, and if you could 
bring him into even just say the 80s or the 90s you know to remake anything that he had done uh, i think you yeah um could have done you know with with film progressing the way it has and with yeah. the knowledge that we have and all that sort of stuff it just yeah but they're still just they're favorites of mine for sentimental reasons and because of what he did the ground that he broke but um yeah yeah so that's me for honorable mentions because i could just go on all night really yeah kung fu panda, <laughs> kung fu panda. kill bill kill bill is, uh, is kill bill yeah yeah, yeah. um if, I, if i'm gonna go outside of chinese sorry I'd, yeah. yeah um probably go places like if i was gonna yeah if you're gonna go outside of give me a couple that are not chinese martial oh, arts geez. like they use chinese martial arts but are not chinese yeah yeah films um not Chinese films or not yeah. kung fu films, or even not kung fu films. Like what? What? Because I would say like Police Story from Jackie Chan. Well, that's I guess it is kind of a kung fu movie, but it's don't you? Yeah. What? How? Why would you not? Why wouldn't you go? Why would you? That's how is that not Chinese? You can delete that. <laughs> no, no, I, I just don't think of it as a kung fu movie because oh, he's okay. a police officer. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. That's the only it's reason. Not traditional kung fu. Movie. Yeah, but it yeah, is totally right. a. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, yeah. martial arts yeah <laughs> just delete all that delete all that out delete all that out I gotta make sure that it was filmed in China it was. Sure it was it definitely it was, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 no it definitely was yeah sorry you mean like western yeah 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 yep okay apart from Kill Bill jeez I'm having a blank now I know I saw like a bunch of them yeah right I mean I, I put in oh, um, The Matrix The Matrix I put Blade in there um, Blade yeah Hong Buck Oh um, yeah, yeah. Um, um, there's a few good like I've never seen it. The raid's supposed to be really good. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's been one that's, that's on cool. my list for a long time. Yeah, right. Yeah, but um, just haven't gone around to watching it yet. Yeah, no, I like the raid. Jim Carter, have you seen that? Jim Carter, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's hilarious. It's it's What's kind of a one? funny. Uh, it came in the time when the Americans were really getting into um, martial arts movies and making all these sort of American martial arts style movies. Oh, yeah. So you yeah. had like American Ninja and, and those sorts of things through the sort of mid yeah, I loved 80s. American Ninja when yeah, I was younger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jim Carter, i got to remind myself. It was like mixed um, gymnastics and... Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, um, was that the name of the movie? I'm pretty sure. Or is that the name of the actor? No, no, no. Uh, no oh, not Jim, J-A-M. J-Y-M. Oh, okay. Yeah. A guy. <laughs> Sorry. Is it, it's a, it's, um, Homer Simpson quote. Yeah. Oh, a guy. Homer Simpson. <laughs> oh, a guy. Um, Gime? What's a game? Oh, a game. Yeah, it's a, that's definitely a visual joke. Oh, uh, Jim Carter. Yeah, yeah. sorry. There we go. Yeah, can you see it? So he's like yeah. dressed up. This, this the poster is hilarious. So if you haven't seen wait, Jim wait, Carter just... and you want to see, yeah, yeah, he's it came up with like Coach Carter and like he's dressed in his in his um, white gymnastics leotards and, and um, yeah, kicking ninjas I've, in the head. I've yeah. never even heard of this one. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to go back and revisit it. It's 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 one of maybe those I just watched some scenes. From I, it. I think I watched it heaps of times when I was a kid. Yeah, maybe I'll just watch some scenes, pull up yeah, some old yeah. scenes and, and see it, but he's... Because I know, like, I, yeah, when you, a when you mentioned American Ninja, I was like, oh my goodness, American yeah. Ninja. Yeah. Love that. What, what was that one with the kids, that all the kids, Three Ninjas or something? Three Ninjas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so America did go through it, as they do, as they do. They see what someone's doing and they yeah. go, oh, we can do that better. We can jump on that bandwagon. We can jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> we can do it better. Yeah. 
We can do a better the ring. They actually sometimes they do something a little bit better, but not all the time. The office, I thought. Anyway, that's not. Yeah, yeah. But, um, we digress. We digress. We digress. <laughs> I thought the ring was a decent, um, not an improvement, but it. it anyway, um, so besides Kung Fu Panda, what is your or is Kung Fu Panda your number one or what is your what is your number one? It's not my number one. My number oh. one uh, is something that didn't even, didn't make your list. All right. It is um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Yeah, and yeah. for me, it was funny that you said what you were saying about Hero because um, I actually was basically deciding whether I put Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon here or yep. Hero. Right, really? And so I left Hero off the list because for uh, me, Crouching Tiger was the one. Yeah. Um, it just like, when broke I saw ground. it, yeah. it broke new ground for me. Yeah. Like, um, I felt like I hadn't seen anything like mm. it before. Um, the style of kung fu, the the fantasy based, you know, kung fu kind of that uh, wuxia or however you say it. Yeah, yeah. Um, style of film, film. Um, I loved it, and uh, actually that was another one I didn't mention. But oh no, did I say House of Flying Daggers? Yeah. That and Hero, and Crouching Tiger. You know, kind mm. of similar style movies. But um, I think Crouching Tiger for me, the the story of it, the cinematography is really good. I would Hero's probably better yeah than Crouching Tiger but um it's it, it's also a beautiful movie um and the story it's an it's an epic story you know it's a love story as well as um what's going what's going on in the forefront of the movie you know there's yeah, right. this, this love story between two old friends that you know basically never admitted to each other that they were you know in love with each other and it's just got you know, this great storyline yeah it is yeah I, I think if I had to choose the better story I'd go with Crouching Tiger over Hero yeah. Hero just impressed me more as a visual uh, uh, yeah definitely yeah, yeah no I, I love Crouching so Tiger that so that one much. yeah for me left so like an you know such an impression on me hmm. when I when I first saw it sort um, of brought yeah. Ang Lee into the um, into definitely. the mind of, of Hollywood too didn't it yeah yeah I think that's what kind of projected him into Hollywood yeah yeah I mean was it well actually um so that was what year was that? Two thousand. Two thousand, yeah. Mm. And then I think he did Hulk. Yeah. So I guess his big sort of first blockbuster, because um, he did uh, Angley. I'm just double checking to make sure I'm not wrong on this, but um, uh, he did the um, uh, Sense and Sensibility uh, back in '95. Uh, yes. So yeah. he did hit Hollywood before that, and then Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon in two thousand. Um, won Best Foreign Language Film Actually, and it was nominated for Best Director it was nominated for, and it won uh, Best Cinematography right and Best Production Design so it actually did win four yeah um, but it was up for Best Picture and Best Director oh it was up for Best Picture it was oh yeah. okay oh right um, yeah Best Picture Best Director Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Costume Design hmm. but it didn't win any of those oh and Best Film Editing okay Oh, so it actually got nominated for quite a few, um, yeah. and you know that like led to Hero being released, over, you know, overseas yeah, and Fearless, and, and, yeah, Fearless yeah. And, and quite a few other movies. Yeah, right. Um, I think in that way it's an iconic movie. And all right, um, well I can buy that. That's a that's a good number one. My thanks. number one is. <laughs> so I know there'll be a lot of argument about this one, um, but Police Story. <laughs> Police Story it's is my number one. <laughs> It's not a meal. Uh, it's a <laughs> police story. Why? Uh, look, Jackie Chan became Jackie Chan on Police Story, I think. So 
like I love Drunken Master um, and uh, you know Legend of Drunken Master and you know his work on on those ones. Uh, but I think Police Police Story was just it's, it was probably an influence to people like Stephen Chow, and it just showed another side of yeah. of kung fu and what kung fu could be. It gave the comedy element. Um, you know, he's known as Jackie Chan is known as the Buster Keaton of kung fu film physical uh, comedy you know yeah. but that physical the comedy king of physical, physical comedy he is the king of physical comedy you know and and buster keaton would be proud it was his i guess his breakthrough action film um it was the one that it infamously landed him in hospital um after performing a stunt when he fell through a glass canopy and he actually stopped breathing so he was essentially dead that um, scene is amazing too yeah. you watch that oh, and you see him because i think knowing that he's actually doing it and those lights are actually breaking as he's sliding yeah, down yeah, right. and then he gets to the bottom and then he falls through the glass canopy and you're just like this is insane it's, <laughs> that's I think that's half the reason why I chose this one is because yeah. it is insane um, the knowledge that he is actually doing those mm. stunts you know and it was a good it adds so much it adds so much mm. you know to know um that you know, and I love I love um, you know biopics for the same reason. Like I go, well, that actually really happened. You know, if it's um, if it's a truthful biopic, um, yeah. you know. But Police Story was a, it was a good film as well. It wasn't just action, action, action on top of action. It, it actually uh, won. Did it won? It picked up your yeah, best picture and best action choreography at the Hong Kong Film Festival. Um, so you know, this was before you know hollywood was picking up on on these or there was a bit of a lull in in these um kung fu films uh it was nominated for several other awards that year um and then he had a few sequels as well which are all great i think and then the finale uh capped off a massive fight that destroyed a shopping mall and in that so we talk about chan doing his own stunts right well chan um he slid down several stories uh from memories slid down several stories down a pole um, the one of those light strings, you know, and yeah. some so much of this. When I say it's groundbreaking, it's because so many other people have looked at those and that that's a really cool image. I'm, we're going to use that for one of our scenes, mm. and you know, and they they replicate it and recreate they emulate it. it. Yeah, yeah, and they recreate it. You know, sliding down, a, and he he recreated some of his own stunts for other movies as well, Rush Hour and stuff. And it's similar to yeah, something that happened. Yeah, Russia. the reason I chose this one over other Jackie Chan movement movies is because, as I said, there's a moment where it goes ah. Now Jackie Chan has become the Jackie Chan we know. So if you rewatch some of his older stuff, you won't see Jackie Chan as you know Jackie Chan. But if you watch Police Story, you'll see a moment when he's um, it's has to without giving too much away if you haven't seen it. But there's a bus and there's a pink umbrella, and so you know watch that and that's his that's his coming of age Buster Keaton Jackie Chan moment. You know yeah. um, the the umbrella bus scene. So I encourage everyone to go and watch it back and rewatch it or watch it for the first time and tell me if you agree uh, and I even think like many Kung Fu films it's just as rewatchable in 2020 um, it's one of the ones that I'm going to rewatch with my kids get them yeah. to watch it yeah. I got to, to be honest because I I mean you know there's a lot of kind of um, comedic or comedic Kung Fu movies yeah yeah and I didn't put any of them on my list um, but Gordon Liu like a I few had two of, so I made up for it yeah, yeah <laughs> a few of the follow ups like to 36 Chambers of Shaolin that was a bit, I, yeah, I think that was a return to 36 yeah, Chamber, yeah. which was way like it was a totally different movie yeah, it was yeah, more it was, comedy yeah. and you know like Drunken Master and mm. um, obviously they're really influential movies but for me I didn't really I didn't really get into Jackie Chan until I saw Police Story right 
So I, I saw Drunken Master and it was really good, but when I saw Police Story, I felt like that, I don't know, let's, I think it's like you say, like... Can you remember how old you were when you saw it? Um, I would have been a teenager. I think like, the younger, yeah, I think yeah. if you're a teenager and you watch it, yeah, that's when, and that's when I saw it, and that's, I think... It's, that's when it's most impressive because you're yeah. in that sort of frame of mind as a teenager where you're willing to yeah. go and try those stunts out and like holy yeah. crap yeah you know the whole jackass <laughs> sort of phase and um, of being being a teenager when yeah. you know you throw caution to the wind yeah yeah yeah. I remember hiring it from the video store with my friend yeah we were right. like, we were like this one's or... supposed to be really good should yeah. we give this one a go because we'd mainly stuck to like the more traditional kung fu type movies and then yeah. you know then we with well, this is a martial arts movie but it's you know it's more modern setting mm. and so we thought oh let's try this one it's supposed to be really good and um we didn't really know that much about jackie chan then and uh yeah loved it it was like watching an action movie that was just full of kung fu kung fu so, yeah and then what happens hollywood uh, you know adopts that and yeah. starts bringing in kung fu into all their their action movies yeah know? and and yeah. it's lasted to this day yeah, yeah. Right. Where if you watch a Born Identity or what well, you said, The Matrix before, or you know, mm. you, you get that now. Yeah. So they've they've adopted it, and it's it's super cool. So yeah, no police story. I recommend it. Highly recommend it. You know, if if all you know of Jackie Chan is maybe his later Hollywood movies, his sort of like babysitting kid movies or whatever. Or, <laughs> um, I mean, they're all fun watches. Spy Next Door. Yeah, Spy Next Door. I kids love that movie. Tell you what, if you're impressed by Spy Next Door or the tuxedo or whatever go and watch Police Story if you're like wow Jackie Chan's really cool because he's really cool on Spy Next Door yeah, yeah. go and watch Police Story <laughs> seriously then you'll be truly blown away yeah. uh, remembering, to, remembering the time you know, even Rumble in the Bronx though. when you go back and watch that Rumble, like, Rumble in the Bronx, Bronx is still is cool man yeah 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 movie. I've watched that I've watched that multiple times mm. I got a little bit of Jackie Chan trivia here you go he was uh did you know that he was in Enter the Dragon? Yes, I did scene. know that. I did oh, yeah. know that. But you've reminded me. like A really, a really short, short scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he just gets taken out by Bruce Lee. That's right. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I only discovered that. Almost recently. unrecognizable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, um, so that is our top five kung fu or Chinese martial arts movies. Um, we decided not to restrict to kung fu, but I think yeah. we pretty much did just focus on kung fu, didn't we? It's just so it's hard to like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we mainly did kung fu, but I mean, Tai Chi Master was close to coming on my list. Yeah, um, I struggled with so many. Yeah, I like I kept like putting ones in and then taking them out and replacing them with something else. I tell you what, I didn't. Struggle Iron Monkey with. was almost on my list, was and it? then I took uh, it out, and because I had Ip Man, so I was like, oh, Donnie Yen. You know, we've got to shout out Shaw Brothers, who you know really set a high standard, yeah. high bar for martial arts movies. And you know, Hollywood has learned a lot, I think, when they first started to try and transfer, go like, oh, this looks great, let's bring it over here. When they did that with like Romeo Must Die and stuff, um, it doesn't, I don't think they knew how to film fight scenes. Um, to yeah. me, it didn't feel yeah. like they knew how to sort of just sit back and let the fighting happen. almost happen. Yeah. yeah. And so you get this sort of uh, Michael Bayish effect jarring where it's just jarring of, yeah. and too close and and you know it's just a flurry of punches and kicks and yeah. what's going on here who's kicking who well see the thing is like i guess uh this is just my um uneducated opinion but you know a lot of the time they'd be filming things in hollywood mm. with people that didn't really know how to fight right or like fight scenes where you've got you know like stunt people coming in and you can't show too much because you're pretending that it's the actual act yeah, of fighting right. and yeah, all this yeah. kind of cut shots and stuff like that 
whereas in in martial arts movies or kung fu movies it's like those those actors were all they were pure uh, martial, martial artists. artists yeah yeah and so they're just filming them doing mm. that i mean sure they use like stunt doubles as well for certain things but yeah. you know they just sit back and let it happen because they're yeah, actually yeah. i mean it's choreographed but they're actually doing the fight scene they're actually fighting. you're right and i think that's why matrix is considered a great uh, martial yeah. arts film because they they took you know, the, the, the brothers or the sisters um you know they knew the wachowski sister they i guess they were fans of um yeah true well, martial art films you know hong kong films and definitely they, well you know um the tai chi master i mentioned yeah. that on mine which is yeah, yeah, yeah. um keanu reeves directed the we interrupt this program to bring you a special quick editor's note what luke meant to say was man of tai chi not tai chi master tai chi master is a 93 film with deadly man of tai chi is the 2013 keanu reeves film sure lead actor in that is uh tiger chen and for anyone that knows and he's actually a friend of keanu reeves and was his trainer oh okay. for, for the um, matrix the matrix I oh think, really i think that might have been when they met and they've gone on to do things together yeah okay and he's his martial artist trainer oh but um tiger chen for anyone that watches kung fu movies get his name right is um he's the protege of um um whooping oh really yeah okay who was probably the most well-known mm. martial artist choreographer yeah yeah, yeah wow so yeah oh, that's cool so yeah so there's kind of a direct link to um the matrix as well okay mm. and that's why so and then i think like someone may be able to pinpoint another hollywood movie that was getting it right before matrix but uh, i think they set a standard where it kind of woke hollywood shook them up a little bit like oh okay hang on we can fight these um you know film sequences um film these fight sequences properly yeah uh, you know and allow the audience to see the the hand-to-hand combat more clearer uh you know because there's so much to be gained from from that i, I just hate flurries like ugh. yeah like, you know, and i think they flurries. took time to like for the training you know for like the actors to actually yeah, yeah. you know train and learn hmm. um a bit more than they probably usually would to yeah, make right. it unless you were like a martial artist yourself like you know i don't know if they I mean, there's probably examples of that pre the matrix but um i feel like with that they took their time and allowed their mm. actors to um to yeah, learn yeah, some yeah. martial arts you know yeah. and, and take it more seriously kind of thing awesome which also gives it um more credibility credibility, credibility yeah, yeah. yeah yeah when you're sure. watching it all right so that's uh our top five my laptop um, just died that's why i closed what's that <laughs> sorry my laptop just died that's why i closed oh, did I? <laughs> um that's our top five uh chinese martial arts films uh which was really a vamp off mulan which is coming out officially in august sometime 21st 20, 21st of august my gosh we've got a ways to go guys but the movie theaters are opening just remember that they're opening with 20th of august 20th yeah. of august so they're opening with um a lot more variety but movies that are more recent or classics and those sorts of things so they're just going to flood the screens with lots of different types of movies that we might enjoy on the big screen some that you might have missed the last time around so please go and support the local movie theaters because you know there's those are just people trying to make money too um in a post-covid world and uh, yeah, um, there's some of those movies that were mentioned by Luke earlier when we first started. I'm excited to see 1917, so mm. I'm, I'm keen for that. I'm going to get out and see it. 
Um, I'm bummed that Tenet is not coming out the day after my birthday because yeah. it was going to be my present to myself. But hey, <laughs> um, that's all right. We can wait. It'll it'll be worth the wait. I think. I, uh, I think it definitely will be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we already spoke a lot about that, but yeah, it looks yeah. incredible. Um, and you know, Mulan looks good. There's a there's a few good movies coming out. There's a few good movies to look forward to, but definitely come out and see those ones. Like I, I think I might watch 1917 again, again while I have yeah. the chance. It's, yeah, do it. It's just yeah, awesome movie. Keep tuning in to Tonic Pop. My name's Nate Hammond. We've been talking movies with Luke Ormsby, the manager of all managers <laughs> of one theater. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next. And uh, yeah, catch up with us next time on Tonic Pop. Thanks. Ciao. Later. Right. Just the way that I was talking about police story before oh, you. Right, really? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that'd be probably funny. <laughs> I'll leave. I'll leave it in, and I'll like go beep or something like that. Yeah. And they're like. Master Tai Chi Master Tai Chi Master No Man of Tai Chi <laughs>